Hello everyone and welcome to Real Film Hour. I'm Taylor. And I'm Derek. Uh, we've got a great episode for you. But first a word from our sponsor for this episode. Pesky Pesky Pest Poison. The perfect bug poison for your pesky problems. If you have a problem with any insects from ants to bees, this will do the trick. Um, I think we killed Ant-Man. Paul Rudd's gone. He well, went, he went. Uh, he went subatomic. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, judging by that horrible intro, <laughs> this is the Ant Man podcast. This Woo! is this is number six. We're coming to you super late this week. Oh my god, we're so sorry. We are super late, but this is our first Marvel podcast. Yeah, our entire premise for this show is we get to watch them before you guys, and we do. <laughs> But then, for some reason, we keep forgetting to podcast before the weekend. We saw this on Wednesday. We but, saw this on Wednesday night. Yeah, and now it's, what, Saturday at 4.30 in the afternoon. We, uh, we slipped a little bit. We'll get better. That's what she said. What do we got going on? Well, for uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about Ant-Man, but we're going to start out with some current events for you real quick. Besides my stuttering. <laughs> Minions opening weekend uh, went to 115 million. It crushed it. it yeah, it absolutely it... crushed it. Not as much as I thought it would make, though. I thought it would break Shrek the Third's record. Of... What did I say? 140? Yeah, I said 140. Yeah, well, you had every right to say 140. I mean, I thought it would do. I don't remember what I said, but I know it was more than 115 million. Mm-hmm. It didn't even beat Shrek the Third's largest opening animated opening with 125 million. It came close. Yeah, I'm not sure why it it didn't, but that's a, another discussion entirely. Yeah, I think it was just because of what the movie was. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we actually have an update on that. It made six million for Thursday night shows. It oh, really? made $22 million opening day, and it only made $58 million for the weekend. That's the estimate right now. They're usually with... For Minions? No, for Ant-Man. Oh, okay. They're usually pretty close with the uh, estimates, so I think that they're in the ballpark, and that has got to be a huge disappointment. I think it's the lowest out of the 12 MCU movies that have come out. This is the 12th one. I think the only one that might be lower than that is um, The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Well, with... Uh, I mean, it, it's it's very hard for a movie like Ant-Man because uh, of the character-wise. Yeah, Although, I think it was hindered by a nine-year process as well. This film was actually announced all the way back in 2006. Edgar Wright was announced as the director all the way back in 2006, and they just kept hitting hiccup after hiccup after hiccup. And then finally he hit the old dusty trail, pulled himself out of the uh, loop because of creative differences with Marvel. Shocker there. Same thing Joss Whedon just did with Age of Ultron. Yep. Which was terrible. Uh, And other news. Yeah, uh, but I think that... It was terrible, Age of Ultron, because <clears throat> Marvel put stuff out there that shouldn't have been put out there. Exactly. I think they did the same thing with Ant-Man. They made a huge mistake with Ant-Man. I don't know why Peyton Reed directed this, but his <laughs> best movie is what? Yes, Man? <laughs> or The Breakup. Don't that, the break- that was The Breakup was an how awesome about, How about movie. the greatest? Bring it on. 
Bring it on, yeah. Oh my god, what the hell is this guy doing? I think he was their third choice. I don't remember who the second choice was. But it's just it is said that Edgar Wright wasn't even able to go yeah. through with directing this movie. All that said, it was still decent. But I think its box office reflection is the result of just how how small Ant-Man is, no pun intended. Yeah. He's not this some big, great superhero. I mean... I never knew about Ant-Man much. Hank, Hank Pym is, but not Scott Lang. Scott yeah. Lang is Paul Rudd in this one. Yeah. Hank Pym is the one who turned into Yellow Jacket and who created Ultron, not Tony Stark. I don't know why they changed it. I think that's why we're getting the Scott Lang comic book version where he has his daughter and he wants to make his daughter proud and pay the child support. But really, I don't think he's a good hero. He's not a good hero at all. His backstory was really shoddy. I think that he comes from a criminal background. Mm -hmm. No no, uh, good traits, I don't think. I mean, he's he's a criminal. We're kind of glorifying a criminal in this movie, to be honest. Yeah, in a way. With a, uh, we'll definitely get into more with Ant Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but uh, Fantastic Four has been announced that the 3D has been cut for its theatrical release, which is fine with me. Fantastic, pun intended. <laughs> uh, yeah, Josh Trank is showing a little bit of creative integrity here yeah. by not ripping people off with shitty 3D effects. Exactly. I don't even think the 3D in Ant Man was that great, but we'll get back to that later, like you said. Uh, with oh Comic Con uh, was last weekend. Which yeah, was, but we talked about it a little bit, but we didn't get we didn't, to talk about the Batman versus Superman trailer, this, the Suicide Squad trailer, Ash versus Evil Dead trailer, X Men Apocalypse, X Men Apocalypse, Deadpool, Deadpool. How shitty does Apocalypse look? If if you've seen the Power Rain, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, then you have you've seen a. He looks like ooze. Movie. Why does he look like ooze? He 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 looks exactly like ooze. But oh the, my the trailer, God. The and he's purple. Great. Yeah. Why is he purple? Isn't he, he's supposed to be grayish blue and everything. He's gray or he's blue. He's never purple. I don't think. He's ooze. <laughs> oh my God, he looks terrible. But the trailer looked the trailer looked but really people, good. But people, in all fairness to Brian Singer, people said the same thing about Quicksilver in Days of Future Past. And he was he looked shitty, but he wasn't in it that much. No. And I guess technically he didn't look that great. He looked way too comic booky, cartoony. Yeah. But he wasn't in it that much, so it kind of worked. No. Here, I think we're gonna get Apocalypse looks purple for only a little bit. Yeah. Because he can take the form. He takes different forms. Which is, I'm very excited for this movie. The trailer was great. Yeah, it. it wasn't really a trailer, though. It was kind of mashed up. Yeah. Different scenes. Uh, Deadpool was a huge surprise. Deadpool was a pretty awesome trailer. My favorite was Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad trailer. Seeing the Joker at the end. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna kill you. I'm just gonna hurt you, really, really bad. It was awesome. It, it it was so neat. It's so different for a comic book movie. It's neat. I'm glad they finally got Will Smith, but he's just playing Deadshot. I mean, Deadshot's yeah. an important character. No mistake. Harley about Quinn it. looked great. Yeah, but uh, I think they could have gotten him. 
he was rumored to play Green Lantern for the longest time. That would have been fine with me. That would have been awesome. I know um, the there's a scene whenever uh, Joker's car is going through the road and uh, Batman is on top of the car. Do you think that's a flashback, or do you think it's actually in the movie? I think that might actually be in the movie, because, you know... I think you see Harley Quinn sitting in the front seat with the Joker, so I think it is in the movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, are we actually going to get to see Bruce Wayne, or are we just going to see Batman for one scene? I don't think we'll be seeing much of Batman in this movie. Probably really quick, though. Yeah. Speaking of Batman... <laughs> that Batman versus Superman trailer was the shit. It was amazing. Yeah. We got to see way more, three minutes and 40 seconds more of I Batman. I like the DC tone. It's called the DC tone. They take it's, a very serious tone with their films. Yes. What was it? What Ben Affleck said, we, we're not going to pretend like everything is going to be okay. People die. Yeah, and, people die, and... How funny was it in the Deadpool trailer when Ryan Reynolds said, uh, <laughs> "I'm gonna get a costume." Oh, for the love of God, don't make it, don't make it green or animated. <laughs> Suck it, DC. Oh God, like it was like DC was destroying Marvel at the time with that Batman trailer and Suicide Squad, and then Deadpool had to go and do the the green yeah. the green suit and the animated, and that just completely was like a kick in the nuts to DC. Yeah. It was that just, was great. That's another small property, though, I'm very scared for is Deadpool. Yeah. Because he's going to have no tie-ins. Mm-mm. I think they had to tie in Ant-Man because his story is so weak. Yeah. Um, but the Batman trailer was incredible. Which one was your favorite trailer from uh, Comic-Con? <laughs> from Comic-Con? Well, we had the, the Star Wars footage. I'm not really getting... That's not a trailer, but it was absolutely amazing. It was cool. Book. I really like... J.J. Abrams' approach towards films, keeping them a big secret. The practical effects. I don't think we're going to get another trailer. And why would he? Hey. Is anybody not going to show up out there if he doesn't release a two-minute and 30-second trailer? Absolutely not. Everybody's going to show up. We already have people calling the theater wanting to get tickets. Yeah, they need to get on sale fairly soon. They need to be on sale at least two or three months. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Ash vs. the Evil Dead was... Exactly what I wanted to see and more, tying in with horror and the straight up slapstickness of the originals. So, um, but um, God, without counting Star Wars because it wasn't really a trailer, I would have to say, ah, God, Ash vs. Evil Dead because I've grown up with it and I love it. Yeah, and it, I think the best was the. Uh... I wasn't expecting a Suicide Squad trailer. No, no. Because I think they're still filming it. Yeah, I, yeah, they are, I believe. <laughs> I was upset that they weren't going to release a Deadpool trailer, but we were wrong. And they released a very, very good one. <laughs> How about the picture with all the Marvel guys from the upcoming movies? Oh, that, that was, was incredible. Cool. They had Channing Tatum there as Gambit. Yeah, that was awesome. But they said he's not going to be an X-Men apocalypse. That's a, that's weird. I don't know why not. That's Who really knows? stupid. Maybe they're trying to see how well he does on his own first. Yeah. He's a draw. He's absolutely a draw. But definitely having 20th Century Fox be there with their movies and DC with their movies, that was nice. But Marvel Cinematic Universe really screwed it up here, and that was like not actually being at Comic-Con for certain movies. They could have done something for Ant-Man. 
They should have done something for Ant Man. They, they should have done something for Captain America: The Civil and War. They should have done. They could have announced to the world that what the heck's the kid's name who's playing Spider Man? Oh, Tom. Um, uh, oh God, I forgot his name. Yeah, whatever his name. Either is. way, but yeah, they could have done all this stuff, and they decided not to go to Comic Con for like the first time in forever. Maybe is, they knew they were going to get their asses kicked in the Suicide Squad and Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Even 20th Century Fox. I mean, they're not really... No, they're not connected in any way, so 20th Century Fox... I don't know what the deal too. is with Marvel. The last two movies they've released, uh, Ant-Man and Avengers, they're not good. They are so subpar, and I think somebody behind the scenes is pulling strings. I think it might be Kevin Feige. He is just too involved in these films. Yeah. And he's making decisions that upset these directors. He's making decisions to release footage. He's making decisions... Too much footage. Too much footage. He's making the decision to argue with Edgar Wright on basically just the tiniest little details. Mm-hmm. And he, he forced him out. He forced out... Uh, Joss Whedon mm -hmm. with how much he said he had to change his film and they tried to hold him hostage saying you can't have the farm scene in Age of Ultron if I don't get my cave scene. That Which makes the cave scene no made absolutely sense. no sense whatsoever. Made no sense whatsoever. It was stupid. It, it stopped the movie in its tracks. Yeah. It was clunky. The same thing with Ant-Man. You could tell Ant-Man was written by like five or six different people. Oh, yeah. It stopped and then it started and then... The villain was really shitty in Ant Man. It was probably the weakest villain I've seen in the entire. Marvel he did do universe. some that that sick freaking goop gun thing, or whatever, turning that dude into that goop and then freaking wiping him off with the tissue. Oh yeah, he was he was trying to use the pim. It's called the pim particle, and uh, unsuccessfully he was using it. So he knew it was gonna disintegrate somebody. So I, cleans it up like a booger. Yeah, that was nasty. <laughs> But uh so let's let's get into Ant Man. Alright. So uh here uh let me take this real quick. Oh. So the Ant Man movie, uh this is what it is. Armed with a super suit with astonishing ability to shrink in scale but increase in strength, Con Man Scott Lang must embrace his inner hero and help his mentor, Doctor Hank Pym, plan and pull off a heist that will save the world. Uh and this, Scott Lang is played by Paul Rudd, the great Paul Rudd, freaking hilarious in a completely different role for him. He's good. He's he's charming, but I don't think he was charismatic enough for the role. Like you said, that it was like they got Chris Pratt for Guardians, which yeah. they felt that they needed somebody like Chris Pratt. Well, in a as you can way. tell, I mean, he's he's now king of the box office. He's easily the number one draw today. Yep. But uh. He's not getting paid the most. No. Tony Stark is getting paid the most. No. He, In fact, there's a there's a movie coming out with uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt, and she's getting paid $8 million more than Chris Pratt. Well, that's fine because she has two Oscars. Oh, yeah, that's she's, true. She's a better actor, yeah. actress than he is an actor. But what the heck's the guy's name who plays freaking Tony Stark? Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. I couldn't remember Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. is just so charismatic. Had one movie come out last year. He's so charismatic, and he's he's the draw for Iron Man. Mm -hmm. And you look at Thor. Thor is imposing. He's gorgeous. He's funny. He's got the accent. Mm -hmm. He's the draw. 
Captain America, another imposing physical figure who's handsome. Not that Paul Rudd isn't handsome, but he's just not imposing. He's not a draw as a comic book hero. He's yeah. just not. It's just gonna be. It's gonna be neat to see him with the Avengers next yeah. year. Yeah, the one fight scene that he had in the movie with the <laughs> cameo, the cameo, the of cameo in this an movie. Avenger was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, we had Michael Douglas as Doctor Hank Pym. Michael Douglas uh, did. I, I believe he did a great job. Oh, he did really well. I yeah. think he was the best part of the movie. Hank Pym. Either him or Michael Pena. Hank Pym is the original Ant-Man. Yes, the original Ant-Man. Uh, that they couldn't really go with the original Ant-Man because of how Avengers Age of Ultron made it that Tony Stark created Ultron, and it would have made no sense if yeah. they would have went into this and Hank Pym's creating well, Ultron. Well, he kind of went crazy because the helmet messes with your mind yeah and he always he talked about the, the ant-man uh, helmet and how it took his uh his wife and everything the wasp wasp uh we got evangeline lily has evangeline lily she that's what i said evangeline lily uh-huh hope, uh, hope van dyne she is amazing she's daughter of hank Pym. yes uh She's amazing. She was Tariel in It's It's weird Hobbit. seeing her not as an elf. <laughs> she was Kate from Lost. She was the best part of Lost. Oh, she was just awesome. We had uh, Corey Stoll. I think, I don't know how you say it. Yeah, Corey Stoll. As Darren Cross, otherwise known as Yellow Jacket. He, he did a horrible job. I like the suit. He's though. a good actor, but what he was given... It was almost an impossible task. How about when Yellow Jacket put the suit on towards the end of the movie? They didn't even show it. Him putting it on? Yeah. Did he shrink down to the to the size of the tiny little suit? Did the suit blow up so that he could get into it? Do you remember? No. It didn't show it. No, he just got in the suit, and then, then he ended up shrinking down and fighting him up. But and, the suit yeah. was already really tiny. Yeah, because he had it in the little briefcase. It's like, yeah. I, uh, this movie just Bobby wasn't Ca- good. Bobby Cannavale. Uh, Paxton, he, he is uh, the boyfriend of Paul Rudd's ex-wife. Yes. He is a cop. Yes. And he's, you know, just trying to be there for Paul Rudd's family. Yes. And keep Paul Rudd awake. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> they're not significant. And then Michael Pena. Michael Pena was Lewis, Paul Rudd's best buddy. Playing a cholo. <laughs> oh my god, that was so stereotypical and racist how was he was portrayed so, in that movie. Yeah, but he was so funny. He was so he was hilarious. The, I think he was the best part of the movie, not Michael Douglas. I don't know why I said Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas was great. And but Michael Pena was also a lot funnier than Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd, it seemed like Paul Rudd was trying to take him, you know, in a sort of way if he could, because it's hard to take Ant Man seriously because, you know, it's Ant Man. Um, but. Paul Rudd seemed like he was trying to take sort of a serious approach. Especially, yeah. well, I mean, he, you know, he's trying to be there for his daughter and everything. Yeah. Uh, we got Judy Greer as Maggie Lang, uh, he, you know, his ex-wife. Uh, Abby Ryder Fortson as Cassie Lang, the daughter. And that, that's pretty much it. And it's directed by Peyton Reed, as we said earlier. Oh, and uh, T.I. was in it, too. Yeah, T.I. was in it. Forgot about him. This was written by Joe Cornish, Edgar Wright, Paul Rudd, and I didn't have it on there. Adam McKay. Who, uh, yeah, is that enough people? Good God. Adam McKay, uh, you know, It's an adaption. Writers. It's not even an original idea. What? Why do you need really, so many writers for something like this? After seeing it, though, because I, I enjoyed it. I, I definitely did. But 
I wish I would. I wish there was a way that we'd be able to see what Edgar Wright was going to do. Yeah. You know, because I'm pretty sure if you'd compared his version with this, if we knew what his version was, I'm pretty sure Edgar Wright's version would probably have been better because of Marvel's whole control thing all over all their movies. I think that he was probably the biggest director they had in the Marvel mm-hmm. universe up to date besides Joss Whedon. His movie, he's got he's got good movies. And he would have been great. And it's it's sad that he wasn't able to actually make this movie. Yeah. Um Who's Ant Man? Who is Ant Man? For the for the mongoloid like myself. Who's Ant Man? <laughs> Who is <laughs> Well, uh, there's two Ant Mans. Ant Mangs. Ant Mangs. <laughs> We've got Hank Pym as the original Ant Man. Yeah. And Scott Lang is the uh, the other Ant-Man's. Uh, Hank Pym was a biophysicist and security operations center uh, expert. Uh, decided to become a superhero after discovering a chemical substance, the, the Pym particles, that would allow the user to alter his size. Uh, he's got the helmet that control ants, which is... Yeah, that was cool. The movie yeah. didn't have enough ants, though. No. He... But at the same time, it relied heavily on the ants. Yeah. Which was so weird. It was such a weird thing to, to see... And how stupid was the uh, flying ant, Antony? Antony. Oh, my God, that was so cringeworthy. Uh, <laughs> that was bad. Pym would, uh, act, you know, he'd shrink down to the size of an insect. And uh, mystery-solving Ant-Man there. Uh, shared a discovery with his girlfriend, Janet Van Dyne, his crime-fighting partner. And the she wasp. was the wasp. The duo founded members. They, yeah, they were founding members of the Avengers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that their main bad guy was Egghead. Right? Yeah. 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 He uh, was also the creator of Ultron. Yeah, because he yeah. went mental. He had a mental breakdown. Yeah, he kind of went a little crazy. He was also the original Yellow Jacket as well. He turned into Yellow Jacket. It wasn't just some suit, militarized suit like it was in this one. Yeah. So, and, uh. And then you got. That's Ant Man that, in, in a nutshell. Yes. Yeah. And Scott Lang, the movie pretty much tells you Scott Lang, you know, he was a thief, steals a suit, gets led around to do... Uh, He's a smart guy, so yeah. I'm not sure why he turned to crime. They never explain that either. Exactly. He has a master's in electrical engineering, and mm-hmm. he's brilliant, way yeah. above way above a master's degree or whatever. Him that cracking he's, that, he's that safe genius. open. That yeah, was awesome. that was cool. That yeah. was really cool. His intellect rivals Tony Stark's, and it rivals, you know, Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. That that didn't show in this film at all. Well, the villain in this, I mean, you got Yellow Jacket. So we've got Ant-Man versus Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket is the, the military suit thing that Cross is trying to just have everybody. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a formal, former protege of Hank Pym yes. played by Michael Douglas and he creates kind of a alternate after he votes out his mentor he kind of gets booted from his own company company yeah. Pym industry whatever it is yeah he gets booted from his own company and Darren Cross takes over Corey Stoll and he creates a weaponized suit but it's not functional yeah I'll tell you what oh god 
something that I got I, I whenever we were watching that, and he was like trying to describe about the the yellow jacket suit, and um, oh my god, I don't know why I don't have his name anywhere, um, but Hydra. Being in, you had the one guy worked for Hydra and everything. Whoa, don't spoil it. What? Don't spoil the movie. Well, it's not really a spoil. Yeah, it is. Eh, there's so much more. Jesus. Eh. All right, so he's he's got the uh, yellow jacket suit, but he can't use the ants. No. Like Scott Lang can. Can he use which, bees? Which, which, uh. Sets up for a very, very, very predictable ending, obviously. The fight? Use the ants to, you know. Yeah, but the fight was, I liked the fight. Yeah, what were your, uh, what were your thoughts going in? Going in, I only saw one trailer, so I didn't, going in, I didn't know really who Ant-Man was. I've heard the name, of course. Um, I didn't know anything about Hank Pym or Scott Lang. Saw the one trailer, and I was very interested in it, and went in, and... I, I liked it because I didn't see anything on it, and yeah, you know it. There's not really much you can do with the story of Ant Man, I believe, especially for like, the, like a cinematic universe, I guess. It, it, I think it did a good job. I know there was a lot of problems with it, obviously, but I think it did a good job to let people know who Ant Man, Scott Lang's Ant Man, is in, in this way. Yeah, I agree, and. Uh... My thoughts going in were I watched a lot of the trailers. I watched everything, I think. I watched everything that I possibly could on it. And they didn't alter the damn thing one little tiny bit. Well, other yeah, you than, said that's other why than you a curse that. word. That's it. Wow. You know? It, oh, it, yeah. It, 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 it was so. It was such an underwhelming experience. But my thoughts going in were my thoughts coming out that it wasn't going to be good. And it wasn't that good it wasn't great it was it's not even in my top 10 as far as the mcu universe that they've created the 12 films this is the 12th one and i rank it at dead last it's 12th for me Oof. but uh what were the coming out thoughts you liked it right i, I really liked it i you liked it i thought the 3d um you were... never read the comics though exactly so that's, there's, that's there's why gonna... There's going to be two camps here. There's going to be people who exactly. are diehard comic book fans. But for the most part, I think that that's not going to play much of a role, in my opinion, on it. Because they did a good job with the alternate Ant-Man that they created. Mm -hmm. Same thing that they did with the alternate Ultron. I like the way Ultron was made. Mm -hmm. was, I had no problem I've heard with people that. walk out of the theater and they're, they're like, uh, yeah, that was really good. I just, uh, it, it could have been better. Oh, it could have been much better. But yeah. if as a as a standalone movie, it would have been good. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know if they're going to make Ant Man two based off of this. I think it'll he'll work better when he's it with the other Avengers. Definitely though. didn't deserve, in my opinion, which is the hottest spot is either the first week in May or the third week in July, and it did not deserve the third week in July at all. Especially, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird seeing it, how it's gonna do this weekend, especially with Minions still coming out next week. I would have much rather had Fantastic Four come out this weekend and then have Ant Man come out in August. Yeah, I don't understand. Fantastic it almost Four feels like, hey, we're so behind this project; it's gonna be awesome. You know, you need to wow us if you're gonna have that spot. If mm -hmm. you're gonna have or Memorial Day weekend. If you're gonna have Memorial Day weekend like yeah. last year. Days of Future Past, 
blew everyone out of the water. Disney Future Pass was This amazing. year we had Tomorrowland. This year for the third week in July we had Ant-Man. It's weak. Last year we had Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Weak sauce. Yeah. Which cool. was huge. Yeah. Huge. And it delivered. It doesn't matter how much it makes as long as people love it. And exactly. I didn't love this movie. I didn't love it, but I did like it. I, I know. I'm, I really liked it. I, I know really it did didn't like make it. anywhere near as much as Dawn of the Planet of the Apes did. I think no. That killed. I th- it's just a, it's a weird thing, I believe. Ant-Man's just a, a hard thing, I believe, for people to get behind because... Yeah. I mean, really, it's a guy who shrinks size and he still has the strength of a human. He's just small. And, eh, you know, I didn't read the comic books. And I walked out and I, I enjoyed it. Like, I, I thought, you know, there's parts that I was like, eh, it could be better. But I still really, really enjoyed it. And I cannot wait to watch it again. We watch it in 3D. Yeah. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes had a $73 million opening. Wow. But I guess 4th of July is a, a fairly big one as well. But this year's 4th of July was garbage. Terminator and Magic Mike. Terminator and Magic Mike. And Terminator, yeah. unfortunately, flopped it flopped in the United yeah. States wise. Well, mean, yeah, it flopped. Internationally it, it did good, but yeah, it, it it was kind of a flop, which was terrible for a, a good movie like that. Yeah, I don't even know if they're going to make another one based upon how shitty this one did. Yeah, seriously. So, I mean, uh the 3D uh, definitely if, if I mean, we haven't watched a 2D one yet. I've walked in and watched the 3D it. was great, but then again, it was flat. The, so, what I want to know what the hell people are thinking making these movies flat. You lazy bastards. Terminator Terminator was uh, Scope. Terminator yeah, was right. Scope. Yeah, that was Scope. Age of Ultron was, was Scope. Tomorrowland was, I don't know what the hell Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland was. Tomorrowland was 4K. Okay. Across the board, it was 4K, so it didn't really fit screens like it should have, but 4K flat, so it was flat. Yep. Technically. Jurassic World flat. Jurassic World flat, but Jurassic World was flat because the first three were flat. So they're keeping in the tradition that. Oh, that's cool. They're keeping in the tradition. Okay. They had a reason for that. They have no damn reason to make Ant Man a flat movie. Mm-mm. No matter how awesome the 3D is now, it's a flat movie. You have you have this 60 foot screen, and you're taking up 40 feet of it. Mm-hmm. Are you? I want to say the F word so bad right now. Are you freaking kidding me? I know that um, whenever I walked in on the 2D, the 2D obviously, you know, people are more comfortable with 2D, of course. 3D is a little ugh, for The people. 3D was worth it for there this are, film. There are parts that it's like, eh, it doesn't need the 3D, but whenever he he's in the suit and he's shrinking and turning back to normal size, yeah, it's pretty cool. The 3D is worth it, but at the same time it's not because it's a darker picture mm-hmm. and it's flat. Exactly. I'd rather watch the 2D version any day, and this is why we don't watch the 3D version. Now, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say what they are. Uh, if if people, if you've been on like like Google or something, uh, you, then you probably read what they are. But I'm not gonna say. Uh, how did you feel about the two end credit scenes? We're gonna have, I guess, Wasp 2.0. Yeah, it's not. It's not much of a. That one's. It's not a spoiler. That's at not all. a spoiler. And then. The end end credit scenes was pretty cool mm-hmm. with uh, Cap. Cap is back. Uh, <laughs> that's not much of a spoiler, though, because it's, yeah, the next, it's the next movie. It's the next movie, so you kind yeah. of expected it. Yeah. Ant-Man will return. 
You know, Ant Man's gonna return, and I mean, we all know. We've we've yeah, seen we the pictures, saw we've the seen the set pictures, yeah. and in, he must not be in it that much though. They only film for like a week with him, which is fine. You know, he doesn't need to be in it that much. It he's new to the whole thing. I'm not okay with Marvel packaging up a Captain America three film. Calling Civil War Captain America three is bullshit. Yeah, it's it has Spider Man. It has everyone. It it involves everyone. And how dare you slap it on to Captain America? Yes. Sure, he's one of the guys against the Registration Act. Mm-hmm. He's the main guy against the Registration Act. But how much of Tony Stark is going to be in this? We haven't seen any pictures of Tony. No. I don't even know if he's filming it right now. If they fly by and he's not in it that much and they focus on Bucky too much... I'm gonna be very, I, very upset. I know that there's well, there's gonna be there's gonna have to be something with Bucky because, I mean, just by comic book reasons, we all know the future. Yeah. I don't know if I mean I don't know if they're, if they're gonna really go by it, but um, I just I can't wait to see what they're gonna do with with Civil War. I'm very excited. Yeah, but i just don't understand why it is called captain america civil war yeah seriously tony stark is just as big a part of it iron man whatever you want to call him he's just as big a part of it as captain america is so oh okay cool all right this is the 12th one right yeah this is the 12th one uh, and I, where, where do you rank it i ranked it 12th i ranked it dead last just um i ranked it i ranked it at seventh just because I okay, mean, so go through your top seven then. My top, my top it. seven. Number one, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I, of course. That's my number one as well. Uh, number two for me is The Winter Soldier. I absolutely loved that movie. No, no. Number two is Iron Man. It's either Iron Man or Avengers, and we both agreed that number three number three was is our, <laughs> number three is the Avengers. Yeah, and what was your four? My four was Iron Man. Your four was Iron Man. My four was Thor. Oh my gosh, <laughs> my uh, my number five was the first Captain America. Yeah, which that's just fine. That's yeah, good. which is definitely fine. Good. And my I number picked Iron Man three for number five. Both of us, uh, Thor: The Dark World was our six. Yeah, and yeah. Thor: The Dark World was awesome. It was yeah. really good. And you know, for me, Captain America probably should have been a little higher. But I'm, we're picking our favorites here. We're not exactly picking which one should be the highest. If it were the highest, you know. Captain America, the Winter Soldier, for me, wouldn't be number seven. It would be yeah. probably three or four. But uh, with Thor at sixth, then Ant-Man is uh, seventh, and then... I don't have any issues with that. I mean, it wasn't that great. And then I had Captain America for my number eight, the original. Which one did you have for number eight? My number eight was Thor. actually Thor, the, the first Thor. Thor, yeah. Uh and number nine, I had Iron Man two. My number nine was the Incredible Hulk with Air. Uh, oh my God! No, I said Eric no, Bana. no, geez. Edward Norton. Edward Norton. God, <laughs> such a huge mistake. You know, for all this Marvel praise that they get, they have messed up a lot of shit. They have. They have, and they still continue to mess up a lot of shit. And the Hulk's one of those things that they've they've messed up. They've super messed up with it. I'm more referring to the casting of. Uh, Edward Norton. I, mm-hmm. What the hell were you thinking casting Edward Norton? He's such a diva. Yeah, and seriously. And that's why he didn't come back, because he wanted more money, or he wanted to be more 
Sorry, not more money. He wanted to be more, oh, let's do this. Let's do that. Oh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do this. Yeah. What? It's not up to you. You got the role. Yeah, seriously. Oh, what was your 10? My number 10 was The Incredible Hulk. My my number 10 was actually Iron Man 3. Yeah, and then 11, Age of Ultron. My 11 was Iron Man 2. And then mine was Ant-Man. Mine was Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron was unspeakably just Yeah, but they had letdown. way more obstacles to overcome than Ant-Man did. Ant-Man is so straightforward, you could have made it right, but you chose not to. At least Avengers, at least... You know, they had the same director the entire movie. My main problem with Avengers was the fact that I saw the whole movie before I even watched it. Yeah, but that's kind of our fault for watching it. Yeah, which is why I didn't watch everything on Ant-Man. And, you know, that's why why he's gone. That's why Joss Whedon is not going to make any more Marvel films because Marvel just stepped on his toes one too many times. Mm -hmm. And I am so happy that he made it public. He made it publicly aware of it. Because now we know. (laughs) Yeah, now we know why Age of Ultron didn't flow as well as it should have because too many people, too many backseat directors – too many backseat producers keep sticking their noses where they don't belong. Exactly. Did Joss Whedon do a bad job with the first Avengers? Hell no. The first Avengers is great. It could easily be the the best one, you know? But Guardians happened. (laughs) Well, they're they're even in my book. The top three are even. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Iron Man, and then Avengers, and then what's the other one? Guardians. Guardians. Those are... I think, and I can strongly say this, that's the consensus top three. You could probably take out one of them yeah. and slip in Winter Soldier. I, you know, I was actually, I was going to ask what what is next for Ant-Man, but we already know. I mean, there's it's Civil War next year, and Ant-Man will be there. And hope, Yeah, but I don't think he'll be in there that much. No, which is fine. And uh, I, if, that's in May? That's May next year, right? May 1st. Oh my God! Yeah, we it's got gonna a be while. great. It's gonna be. It, we've got a while. And then we get Doctor great. Strange. I'm so excited next, for Doctor Strange. We've got some great movies coming out it next year. It took them though. way too long to make Doctor Strange. I, you know what? I actually don't really know much about Doctor Strange. It's just like kind of like Ant Man for me. So uh, I'm very excited to. I'll, I'm very I'll, excited for Doctor Strange. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll educate you. I'm excited. Because they got Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, that seeing that, that was is awesome. So exciting. He's so awesome. Um Okay, well what would you give Ant Man? Uh through A through F. Um I would probably give it a C minus. That that seems yeah, that seems fair enough. I I I'd go with <sighs> Because I liked it, but I'm not. I'm not going to go nuts with it. Uh, I'd either give it a C plus or a B minus. That, that B would minus be, would be generous. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, I'd say more of a B minus for me because I really did enjoy it a lot. Uh, but we're both cynics, you know. A yeah. lot of people. We didn't like Minions, but a lot of people are liking Minions I don't for whatever get it. reason. Hey, you, a lot of people liked Age of Ultron. Yeah. Those um, people. God bless them. If you like it, good for you. But it was not good. Yeah, seriously. It was it was very inconsistent. Percentage wise, what would you give this? Uh, sixty five. Sixty five. I, I'd, I'd put That's it. That's being generous. Yeah. 
Me, 70, 75. Yeah, that's... I won't go... I won't reach the 80s in this one. Yeah, like I said earlier, it's box office results are an indication that it's not strong. It's not a strong Marvel film we already know the, any stretch of the imagination. We, yeah, we already know we the We know opening. the opening day, which is not good. Yeah. But, I mean, what really could you have expected with Ant-Man? You know? I, I wasn't expecting anything big. No, but at the same time, they had such conviction to release it on such a good on such a strong weekend. Yeah. Like what are you doing? This this is the same weekend that the Dark Knight came out. The Dark Knight Rises yeah. came out. Yep. These this is a prime spot. End of July is, is a prime spot and mm-hmm. this is not a prime movie. What what um wait, what was the uh the, the opening day again? Twenty two million. Oh my god. That's so bad. Okay, wow, that is bad. That's really okay, bad. Okay, well, with opening weekend, what do you think his opening weekend is going to be? $60 million. It's already pretty much yeah. established it's going to be $60 million. Yeah. I would have guessed a lot higher than that, though. Yeah, if, seriously. If we got to this before then, I would have said 80 Yeah. But uh, it's an indication of how weak the film is, and it yeah. doesn't really have star power. No. I love Paul Rudd, but he's not... An attraction. He's not gonna pull me in to watch this. No. I don't know who else could have played Ant Man. You could think of some people who could have played Ant Man. After Maybe I've seen like it now, a, I'm like, yeah. I have a really good Ant Man, Dominic Monaghan. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. He would have been a great Ant Man, but he was already in. Ever since I heard that Paul Rudd was gonna be Ant Man, I was like, I cannot wait for the Conan bit to happen, <laughs> and it did. Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> I would have loved to seen to have seen Dominic Monaghan play this. I think he would have fit it perfect. There should be something that he he needs to get back into. I haven't seen him in anything for. Yeah, well, ever. he's got his TV show. He's got uh, his wild show where, and he's a he's an insect dude. He loves ants. Oh my god, that's so funny. I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast, and ants are his favorite animal. Well, well then what? <laughs> Dominic Monaghan should have been Ant Man because he loves ants. Well, he was already what's his name from X Men. What the heck was this guy's name? Now I can't even remember. Crap. Nah, yeah, I'm lost too. Uh, check out Trainwreck, by the way. I still haven't even seen Trainwreck. That's there's actually- there's there's a scene where they're sitting in a movie theater and they're watching a movie in black and white, and the movie is about Daniel Radcliffe, and he's a <laughs> he, he's a dog walker. <laughs> And he doesn't have a shirt on. He's smoking, and he's got, like, 17 dogs dragging him around. He's like, what's your trick? Well, my trick is I, uh, I put the dog on the leash and pull, and I walk him around. <laughs> it's hysterical. Trainwreck might be the best comedy of the summer besides Spy. Wow. What do you think this summer's theme is so far? Is it action? Is it? It's pretty obvious what it is. Is it action? Is it adventure? Is it comedy? Is it horror? It's. It seems like an action comedy kind of thing. It, for it's me. comedy. I think it's straight comedy. I don't even think it's Jurassic World comedy. was funny. Jurassic World had a lot of funny stuff in it. Yeah, but I'm more referring to Spy. Oh I'm yeah. I'm referring to Trainwreck, Ant Man. Yeah. Just a there. There's a. It, uh, there's a lot hot of, pursuit. Yeah. And how I mean. I didn't like the movie, but Age of Ultron was pretty pretty damn funny. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Well, all right. 
It was also funny how bad Tomorrowland was. Oh my god, it was so bad. Brad Bird needs to pick himself up and you he better be careful with Get back on the too. horse. Why do you think he's doing Incredibles too? Well, he he can't mess that up. No, there's no <laughs> way Incredibles could be messed up. I just maybe Disney got into his head, who yeah. knows. At least for the live action Tomorrowland. Now this is going to be a weird one. Because we both feel differently about this movie in a weird in a, in a oh, way. Oh, it's it's not real film hour approved. I don't think. I I. <laughs> it's like an up. It's like a thumbs up and a thumbs down here. I I'm, I I I I definitely think people should watch it. I agree. People should watch it, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about if it was a good movie or not. Was it accurate? Was it was it a good movie? And I, I thought it was. I thought it was good. I mean, you I thought it was good. I liked it a lot. It was based in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and you're telling me that it was good for something that that it was that small. It it's borderline insignificant. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my mouth shut for this this uh, real film hour thing. <laughs> As for me, I, I feel I, more I strongly about this than you do. I feel more strongly that it was a bad movie than you feel more strongly that it was a good movie. Yeah, because I mean, you know, you you've known about Ant Man for I yeah, mean, we've been waiting nine years for it, and this is what we get. Yeah, so I hear you feel yeah, not real film hour approved hmm. for me. Taylor says it's real film hour approved. I'm not going to disagree with them. It's his <laughs> opinion. Hey, half the people I'm. I'll say this. More people are going to like it than not. Yeah. But I'm not one of those people. Next week, Marvel has too high of a standard these days to take a step back like it did in this film. Yeah. Next week. Pixels! Pixels! I'm super excited for Pixels. Pixels is going to be awesome. Bringing back our childhood. With arcade games like Galaga and... I I would watch. Who's the Donkey Kong master? Was it Dink? Is it's it, Dink. It's Dink's, the Dink. Dink's the Donkey Kong master. If I could hang out with any person in the world, it would be Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage, yeah. He's so cool. He's such a cool dude. I'm so happy he's in it too. That that makes it even. I'm I'm like thinking. Cause, yeah, we got the 2D and 3D for that movie too. Yeah, it should be. I'm a little bummed out that Adam Sandler's in it though. <laughs> I, I mean, it's his I didn't movie. Even check but if it, I didn't even check if it was scope or not. I don't know. I'm sure it, it is. It better be scope. I'm sure if, it if it's is. scope, then thank freaking God it's about time. And then uh, Southpaw comes out as well next week. Yeah, the. Uh, I'm sure it'll be full of cliches. But I'm. Oh, he got knocked down. He's got to get himself back up. He's got to train, and then he's going to win the big fight. We've already got a movie coming out like that. What? Well, I mean, we got Creed coming out. Yeah, but not till November. He's trying to build himself up. Not till November. Because I, I just didn't like this movie that much. I, I was disappointed. You were happy with I it. I was happy. I was. I was very happy. It doesn't take much to please you. <laughs> if you were happy with this, then you should have been happy with Age of Ultron. No, Age of Ultron was bogus bullcrap. No, at least. Age of Ultron was more entertaining than this. At least we got to see all the characters on screen. Yeah, that that was neat. Ant Man, we got nobody. We got old Michael Douglas and Evangeline Lilly. Hmm. At least she's good to look at. And 
Paul Rudd is just not a leading man. Neither is Dominic Monaghan, by the way, but I think he would have made a better Ant-Man yeah. than... Hey, whatever, you know. Edgar Wright would have chosen Simon Pegg as Ant-Man. That would have been a great... <laughs> I, I, that would have been a great Ant-Man. I seriously would have still loved it if it was... If, if Simon Pegg played Ant-Man... Nobody would give a crap because everybody loves Edgar Wright and Simon yeah. Pegg in movies. Every movie they make is amazing. So Shaun of the Dead is one of my favorite movies. Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, At World's End, all amazing. All I like, amazing. I loved Scott Pilgrim. It didn't have Simon Pegg in it, but it was an Edgar Wright movie. I hated Scott Pilgrim. It I was so stupid. It was so bloody stupid. I still watch it like over and over so again. So blatant stupid. Oh. Um. I guess wrap it up. Yep. So Wrap up this podcast. It's been 47 minutes. Well, that was the episode of Ant-Man. Definitely go to our Facebook. Go to our Twitter. Real Film Hour. R-E-E-L. Film Hour. We also still have that website out there. Why don't you check Do it we? out? Yeah, yeah I guess we, <laughs> we still got that website out Realfilmhour.com. And we also have SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Go to our SoundCloud. We got iTunes. We got all this stuff. We got iTunes, yes. So definitely check us out. Like us, follow us, favorite us, love us. Subscribe to us. Subscribe to us. If you don't like anything, comment and tell us that we suck. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> I would love to read those, please. <laughs> if you do love us, uh, just, yeah, just For us. the six people who make it through this podcast. Thank you. And uh, this was Ant-Man. And, uh, Ant-Mang. Ant-Mang. This is Ant-Mang. And I would have rather seen Michael Pena play Ant-Man <laughs> than Paul Rudd. But I am Taylor. And this is Derek over there, right beside me. And this is Bill Filmauer. <laughs> <laughs> Till next week. Bye-bye.